Here's our spy movie news for December 29th, 2021. We're going to cover spy movies coming in 2022. The Kingsman series, Argyle, Red Notice, Mission Impossible, Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre, The Duke, and more. Hi, this is Dan Silvestri of SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Happy New Year. Let's start this newscast with a quick happy 50th anniversary to the James Bond movie, Diamonds Are Forever. We have a couple of podcasts that we've done on this movie. You can hear them through your favorite podcast app on our channel, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Subscribe! Alright, what spy movie fans have to look for in January 2022? We only have one spy movie expected to release in January 2022. That is the movie, The 355. This movie is named after a female spy in the American Revolution. Her name really was never identified. The movie, The 355, is about a team of female spies trying to track down a stolen top secret weapon. It stars Jessica Chastain, Diane Kruger, Penelope Cruz, and Lupita Nyongo, and Bing Bing Fan. The other movie that we have been waiting for that was to release in January, Operation Mincemeat, has been pushed in the UK and Ireland until April 22nd. This is due to the rise of the Omicron variant of COVID-19. This movie tells the story of the real World War II spy mission that we have mentioned in many of our podcasts. And yes, Ian Fleming, in naval intelligence at the time, was involved in helping to organize this real mission. All right, movie news. There's a lot of news about upcoming spy movies due after January. So let's take a look at some of these projects. The Kingsman series. The movie, The Kingsman, was released last week to tepid box office numbers. We released our no-spoiler quick-fire review about this movie last week. Although it has received mixed reviews, we liked this movie a lot. One big problem with this movie was its timing. It had been delayed multiple times due to the pandemic and was released the week after Spider-Man No Way Home, which hauled in the third most opening weekend revenue of all time not just the pandemic time. No Way Home has now eclipsed $1 billion worldwide. <laughs> wow. It appears that audiences only went to see No Way Home and Sing 2 this holiday season. Almost every other movie had less than stellar box office numbers. Wow. To put the numbers in perspective, according to HollywoodReporter.com, No Way Home had an estimated five-day holiday North America weekend box office of 138.6 million. The Kingsman is estimated to have only taken in 10 million during this stretch, barely beating American Underdog. But the plan for Kingsman movies is massive. According to Matthew Vaughn in the Mike Reyes article on CinemaBlend.com, Vaughn says there are plans to start filming Kingsman 3 in 2022, and maybe even a Statesman, The Kingsman 2 and maybe even a spin-off on streaming services of some statesman stuff. Who knows, but the plans are big. We're looking forward to this. As we mentioned in our quick-fire review of The King's Man, the mid-credits scene at the end of the movie has a nice setup for a King's Man sequel. In that article on Cinema Blend, Vaughn says, quote, The King's Man, that's the experiment. Can the franchise expand into two different shapes and forms, but still have that world of Kingsman underneath it? So, if people like it and go see it, then yeah, we'll keep expanding. Unquote. We hope the lackluster box office take for The Kingsman doesn't scuttle 
these plans. Argyle. Okay, as if Matthew Vaughn hasn't been busy enough with the Kingsman movies, he's also doing the upcoming Apple Plus movie and a planned trilogy of movies, Argyle. According to HollywoodReporter.com, this movie is scheduled to release in 2022. Although Apple Plus is a streaming service, Vaughn says, quote, a theatrical release of some kind is still in the cards. So, we're discussing how to give it the right cinematic release, not necessarily the normal cinematic release. It'd be a cinematic release that is right for Argyle, and Argyle is quite specific and different. So, weirdly, it lends itself to a whole new way of being released, unquote. Wow. All right. We'll take a look at that when it comes out. Red Notice. We've mentioned Red Notice in the November 30th Spy Movie News episode that Red Notice was likely to become the most watched movie in Netflix history. Well, CinemaBlend.com's Dirk Libby reports that Red Notice has achieved this milestone. It is now the most watched original movie on the streaming service and with a solid, positive audience score. Well, in that same episode, we told you that director Ross and Marshall Thurber thinks it is, quote, a real possibility that there will be a sequel, unquote. Well, with the success of Red Notice, we think it probably is likely, not just a possibility, that we'll see a sequel. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible 7 has faced a lot of issues in its filming, from COVID to cruise blowups and more. But Christopher McQuarrie is committed. The director for Mission Impossible movies here had been contact traced for COVID and directed some scenes through his computer at home. He states that this mission is the biggest of them all. So check out Adrian Patterson's article on cinemablend.com. Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre brings us an unlikely pair teaming up for a new spy movie, Jason Statham and Aubrey Plaza. They're kind of like the man from UNCLE's unlikely team of Napoleon Solo and Ilya Kuryakin. As discussed on CinemaBlend.com, Operation Fortune is about an arms dealer, played by Hugh Grant, trying to sell weapons. Statham and Plaza are agents trying to stop this from happening. Josh Hartnett, Bugsy Malone, and Carrie Elways round out the cast. Guy Ritchie's movie is scheduled for release in 2022 and promises to be a good one. The Duke. All right, this isn't really a spy movie, so why are we talking about The Duke? Well, first it stars Helen Mirren and Jim Broadbent, so it's likely to be good. And second, this movie is about the real artwork heist of the Goya portrait of the Duke of Wellington from the National Gallery in London. The heist is referenced visually in the first James Bond movie, Dr. No, as Bond pauses and looks at this painting in Dr. No's lair. The painting had been stolen before Dr. No was filmed, and the case wasn't yet solved. So, Ian Productions used this recent heist at the time as a subtle call-out in the movie. We're looking forward to seeing the whole story of the heist in The Duke, which is planned to be released March 25th, 2022. Memory! As seen in Deadline.com, the movie Memory is slated for its U.S. theatrical release on April 29, 2022. Memory stars Liam Neeson once again playing an assassin named Alex Lewis. He is being tracked by an FBI agent, Vincent Serra, played by Guy Pearce. The title comes from Lewis's fading memory and its impact on his actions. The movie, directed by Martin Campbell, also stars Monica Belushi. Kandahar 
Kandahar is currently filming in Saudi Arabia. This movie, set in Afghanistan, stars Gerard Butler. He plays an undercover CIA operative who has to fight his way out of hostile territory in Afghanistan. He has to get out and avoid the special forces trying to catch him. Deadline.com reports that Nita Toussaint White and Bahadur Foladi have recently joined the cast. The Gray Man. Joe Russo thinks the Gray Man shares the pedigree of the 1995 movie Heat. In an article on MovieWeb.com, Russo points out in The Gray Man, there are two great actors pitted against each other. Russo sees this like the Robert De Niro and Al Pacino battle in Heat. The movie is about a former CIA operative known as The Gray Man, who is hunted by his former CIA partner. It is based on the 2009 novel with the same name. The novel is the first of a series of 11 novels, so sequels are likely if this one is a success. We've been talking about this movie in many Spy Movie News episodes, including discussing its fabulous cast, and we can't wait. Filming wrapped up in August 2021 and will be distributed by Netflix. Here's some James Bond news. All right, well, we know. If you've seen No Time to Die, you know that James Bond will return. <laughs> but who will play Bond? This has been going on forever. Who's going to be the next Bond? All right. Well, according to CinemaBlend.com, Tom Hardy is still in the lead. But other potential Bonds are making a comeback. They base this on the numbers from the betting firm Coral. <laughs> Here are the top five ratings with three tied at eight and one as of now. Tom Hardy with his odds are four to one. Reggae Jean Page, odds are nine to two. Henry Cavill, six to one. Tom Hopper, seven to one. Idris Elba, Richard Madden and James Norton all tied at eight and one. So, all right, well, who will play the next James Bond? <laughs> who knows? And Barbara Broccoli says that they will start their search in 2022. Well, you know, I don't know. We think they may have a short list that they'll be working from, but hey, what do we know? Barbara Broccoli also said in another CinemaBlend.com article that she thinks it will be a man, should be British, but could be any ethnicity or race and that more great roles should be created for women so that they can make more movies about women in strong roles for women. All right, well, No Time to Die, Make a Profit. That's been, of course, talked about since before it was released. It needed to make some money for MGM and the Ian Productions folks. All right, we've been talking about this and speculated that it would make a profit. Well, as Mike Reyes reports, here's MGM's response. Quote, unnamed and uninformed sources suggesting the film will lose money are categorically unfounded, and put more simply, not true. The film has far exceeded our theatrical estimates in this time frame, becoming the highest grossing Hollywood film in the international marketplace and passing F9 to become the highest grossing Hollywood film since the pandemic. With the PVOD release of the film already doing stellar home viewing business, all while continuing to hold well theatrically, no Time to Die will earn a profit for MGM, both as an individual film title and as part of MGM's incredible library, unquote. So there you go. They will make a profit, but this quote was made before Spider-Man No Way Home kicked all movies' butts, as we said earlier. At least in Chicago, No Time to Die just ended its theatrical run after this last weekend. It's still available for POVD on home media, so the numbers will continue to go up. According to boxofficemojo.com, as of this recording, No Time to Die has taken in 
$774 million in worldwide theatrical revenue. All right. What about the sound of 007? Okay. Deadline.com tells us that Apple is planning a documentary looking at the history and origin of the music of the James Bond movies called The Sound of 007. Oh, that's going to be cool. This documentary is due in October 2022 in celebration of the 60th anniversary of the movie franchise. It will look at the music from Dr. No through No Time to Die. It will include interviews and show archive material. This sounds like something for any Bond fan to look forward to. We certainly are. Bond alumni to be honored as part of Queen's New Year's Honors. Okay. Two James Bond alumni will be among those honored as part of the Queen's New Year's Honors. According to Daily Mail, Joanna Lumley was made an officer of the Order of the British Empire in 1995. Now she will be made a dame in recognition for her work in support of the Gurkhas as well as her work on television and movies. Bond fans know her as the English girl, the British angel of death in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. And Daniel Craig will be appointed to the most distinguished order of St. Michael and St. George as a CMG or companion. According to the official website royal.uk, this order was originally bestowed solely upon those in high positions in the Mediterranean. The Order of St. Michael and St. George now recognizes service in a foreign country or in relation to foreign and commonwealth affairs. For example, the work of foreign service officers and diplomats. So, hey, we guess parachuting into the Olympics with the Queen didn't hurt. <laughs> All right, congratulations to them both, Joanna Lumley and Daniel Craig. In memoriam. Tommy Lane. We're saddened to announce the passing of actor Tommy Lane. Spy movie fans will remember him as Adam in the James Bond movie Live and Let Die, where he played one of Kananga's henchmen in the speedboat chase. Jack Headley. Actor Jack Headley has died at 92. The majority of his work was on television, but he also had a movie career. Spy movie fans will remember him as Molina's father, Sir Timothy Havelock, in the James Bond movie For Your Eyes Only. And lastly, Richard Conway. Richard Conway has died at 79. Conway, a special effects supervisor, was nominated for the Academy Award for the Adventures of Baron Munchausen in 1990. He worked often with Terry Gilliam of Monty Python fame. In addition, he worked on the Battle of Britain, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and the spy spoof Johnny English. Well, that's a wrap of our spy movie news for December 29th, 2021. Start the new year off right and subscribe to our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, through your favorite podcast app. That helps us out, and you will know all about the episodes we launch in the new year. Happy New Year to all. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.